This is Chad Brashears, and you're listening to Never In My Wildest Dream podcast. This podcast is about creating a behind-the-scenes look with coaches, fans, and reporters from our point of view, sharing cool stories as only we've lived them. The goal is for you to learn something new to help your life and allow yourself to take a break from everyday chaos and let us give you a behind-the-scenes look into our world. Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast begins in... Good morning and welcome to Never In My Wildest Dream podcast. It is Tuesday, April the 6th, 2021, day six of the fourth month of the new year. Looking forward to today's show. We're going to hit you with Sports Wrap Trust Tuesday, as well as a recap from last night's national title game. And we are now going to springboard into spring sports. We'll talk about what spring sports looked like yesterday in Washington County as well. Let's first start in the world of sports. We will first start on the baseball diamond from yesterday. The Minnesota Twins beat the Detroit Tigers 15-6. Toronto tops Texas 6-2. Kansas City beat Cleveland 3-0. The New York Yankees shut out the Baltimore Orioles 7-0. The Cincinnati Reds beat Pittsburgh 5-3. St. Louis beat Miami 4-1. Philadelphia beat the Mets 5-3. Boston got their first win of the season against Tampa Bay, winning 11-2. The Chicago Cubs beat the Milwaukee Brewers 5-3. The Los Angeles Angels topped the Astros 7-6. The Los Angeles Dodgers beat Oakland 10-3. The White Sox beat the Mariners 6-0. And the San Francisco Giants beat San Diego 3-2. On to tonight's games. Minnesota plays at Detroit today. The Atlanta Braves are at the nation's capital, taking on the Washington Nationals. The Houston Astros are taking on the Los Angeles Angels. Baltimore is still in New York, taking on the Yankees. Pittsburgh is still in Cincinnati, taking on the Reds. St. Louis is in South Beach, taking on Miami. New York Mets are in Philly to take on the Philadelphia Phillies. Tampa Bay is at Boston this evening. Milwaukee is still in Chicago. Toronto is at Texas. Arizona is playing the Colorado Rockies in Colorado. The Dodgers are in Oakland, taking on the Athletics. The Chicago White Sox are in Seattle, taking on the Mariners. And the San Francisco Giants are in San Diego this evening. That is all for baseball now in the world of NBA basketball from last night. Raptors beat the Wizards 103-101. The Brooklyn Nets beat the Knicks 114-112. The Dallas Mavericks beat the Utah Jazz 111-103. The Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Kings 116-106. The Detroit Pistons score 132 points in a win over the Thunder. The Cleveland Cavaliers win 125-101 over the Spurs. And the Phoenix Suns top the Rockets 133-130 on to tonight's game. The Chicago Bulls travel to Indiana to take on the Pacers. The Pelicans are in Atlanta playing the Hawks. The 76ers go north to Boston to take on the Celtics. The Lakers are north of the border taking on the Raptors. The Memphis Grizzlies are in South Beach taking on the Miami Heat. The Detroit Pistons are traveling to Denver to play the Nuggets. The Milwaukee Bucks are in San Francisco to take on the Warriors. And the Trailblazers go to the Staples Center to take on the Clippers. That is all for the NBA game. Now on to the NCAA basketball game from last night. As Coach McKinney and I talked yesterday on the show, it was the number one Gonzaga Bulldogs taking on the number one Baylor Bears. They actually were the top two teams in all of college basketball two years ago the top two teams this year, and they finally met for the national championship 
And for most of the game, it wasn't even a basketball game. The Baylor Bears started on a 9-0 run, hit them square in the mouth, and Gonzaga really never was able to get settled. It's the old, you know, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Well, Gonzaga got completely punched in the mouth, and they never really reacted. Suggs got two fouls early. He came out. Cook had to come in. They never got the offense running. They never got Timmy involved. Kispert goes two of seven from three, and it never was a flow that they needed to have in order to win the game. You know, Butler and Teague and Mitchell just went completely off for Baylor, but it was their defense from Thamba and Vitals rebounding that made such a difference in the game. Teague had 19, Mitchell had 15, Butler had 22. Thamba had three points, six rebounds, one block. He fouled out, but every single thing he did was affected around the rim. Vital went completely off on the offensive rebounds. He had eight of them, 11 total rebounds for the game, six points. Gonzaga really struggled to get going into anything. Kispert was 5 of 12 for the floor, 2 of 7 as from 3, as I said, for 12 total points. Timmy only had 12 points and 5 rebounds. Suggs did have 22 points, but he really struggled with regards to the turnovers early that really killed them. Ayayi didn't do hardly anything in this game, which he usually was doing something, and Nimhart Usually it was a guy that they could count on. He played 39 minutes and only scored nine points. With that being said, the Baylor Bears win 86-70 to for the national championship. Gonzaga goes 31-1 on the year. The Baylor Bears go 28-2 on the season for their first national championship ever. Scott Drew's first national championship. It was an awesome game. I enjoyed watching how they both, him and Mark Few, handled runs. Um, but... Baylor never wavered. They were very calm the entire game. Mitchell has a complete swagger run in the game. The guys feed off him like 36 minutes last night. 15 points, 5 assists, 6 rebounds, filled the stat sheet. Butler is a stud. He's a number one overall pick area. He's going to be in the top three or five in the NBA draft. In my personal opinion, he's a lottery guy. He has 22 points, 7 assists. The last guy to do that and win the national championship, Carmelo Anthony. That's pretty good people to be involved with in the same sentence of names. Teague comes out of nowhere, scores 19 points, has two rebounds. Doesn't do anything else other than get that ball in the hole for the guys. I mean, he is solid. Doesn't put up a lot of stats other than points, and he does a really good job with that. But like I said, you know, Vital and Thamba, they all kind of do their jobs. And their defense was 94 feet in your jockstrap and played you as tight as they could the entire time. And I thought it was an awesome display of athleticism and imposing your will on somebody from a defensive perspective. They made Gonzaga extremely uncomfortable for 40 minutes. And Mark Few said he tips his hat to Baylor who played a better game. And I truly believe that. I do believe that Gonzaga is good. They just weren't good last night. I said yesterday, if they shoot the ball well, Gonzaga's in trouble. Well, they shot lights out and Gonzaga was in trouble. And from the 9-0 start, you know, they still win by seven the rest of the game. And really, the game was never in doubt after that 9-0 start. Gonzaga never was really able to get it much closer and comfortable. Um, going in the first media timeout, they had one point. I think it was 11-1. to And that's uh, that says a lot. I've been on both sides of that coin, forcing somebody to take that timeout or being the team that needed to take that timeout with no points on the board. And it's a very tough place to be. But I was really impressed at how Mark Few handled it, how he handled himself, how he carried himself in the uh, – press conferences afterward they also asked 
a lot of difficult questions of Kispert and he handled those like a complete professional. That was impressive as well. But with that being said, the Gonzaga Bulldogs are already ranked number one next year in the Vegas lines to win the national championship and Baylor is number two. Kentucky, North Carolina, Florida State, Duke are all in the category for that as well. But I thought that was interesting that not even 24 hours after winning the national championship, the uh, the Vegas line comes out and Gonzaga is number one again and Baylor is number two. That is all in the world of college basketball. When we come back right after this, it will be Trust Tuesday. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never In My Wildest Dream Podcast. Looking forward to this next segment. It's Trust Tuesday. That's something that's really important both in relationships with coworkers, for your boss, for your girlfriend, for your spouses at home. But we're going to focus on the coworker side of things today and reliability side of things today. As you know, I work with youth and I try to raise young men and women to become adults and to become more responsible and reliable people within their world. One of the things I do believe that you need to do when you're working for somebody or for yourself is you need to be true to yourself and true to the person you're working for. You get paid to do a job. That results in showing up to work on a consistent basis. You know, a nine to five, 250 days a year, you do it, you punch your clock. You do what you're supposed to do. If you're a teacher, you got a 190 day contract, you fulfill your contract. And if you don't fulfill your contract, then what you're letting down is an entire generation. And I get sick and tired of people bashing the youth of today, but they're the same ones that aren't stepping up to the plate and doing their job for those youth of today. If we want the generation that we're currently working with to be better than our generation moving forward, which in the long run will better everything for everybody, we need to have more respect for them than not coming to work and put it in your time clock and coming in and doing your job. It's really hard for me to look in the mirror and say, I'm giving my very best when I'm not giving my very best and know that I'm absolutely failing kids. Look, it's not easy to do jobs where you're working with youth. Sometimes they are cantankerous human beings. We use the word curmudgeon with older individuals, but the kids are curmudgeon as well. They don't have a good day, they let you know about it, you know? That's okay. Adults do it too. We forget that sometimes when we're working with kids. So I believe that when you have a job to do, no matter what, you show up and do it. You know, I grew up in a household where my parents didn't take a lot of days off. Hell, they didn't work for anybody else other than the sole company and school that they've worked for their entire lives since 1977 and 1978 when they graduated from college. They've punched one clock name on their list. That's it. I also grew up watching the Baltimore Orioles. My favorite player was Cal Ripken. He is known as the Iron Man. He played in 2,632 consecutive games. I missed a day of school in the second grade. That was the last day of school I missed before I graduated high school. I had perfect attendance every year. My biggest fear was that if I missed a day, I would miss something that I would learn. And ironically, now as I've gotten older and gone through therapy, and understand how my mind operates, I also missed or thought I would be missing what was happening around me and not feel like I was in the loop with kids or friends or the most important thing that was going on in the school day. I learned all that. 
But with that being said is if you're paid to do a job and you're handsomely paid to do a job, you need to do it. You need to show up every single day with an extremely positive attitude. You need to come in and make a difference. And at the end of the day, you need to be able to look in the mirror and say, damn it, I did it. And tomorrow I'm going to do it all over again. And when you get up tomorrow morning and you shave your face and you brush your teeth and you shower, you can look in that mirror as you're getting ready to walk out the door and say, I'm going to go take care of business today. Do, do everybody have a bad day here and there? Yeah. I mean, athletes, we had to talk about having bad days or getting in slumps and stuff like that. We're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But the one thing that we can definitely do is control our attitude and our effort. If you have the attitude that you're going to take care of business, and if you have the effort of punching that clock on a continual basis, you'll be amazed at what you achieve in success, both for those who you're working for and those who you're leading. This is my Trust Tuesday segment. When we come back after this, we will play one shining moment as last night was the end of the college basketball season. It's the best send-off of any sport, professional or amateur. Here is Luther Vandross' version of One Shining Moment. Shining moment 
It doesn't get much better than that. I could listen to that song any time of year. It just doesn't have to be during basketball season. It'll put a smile on my face. I do love the game of basketball. Also, do love the game of baseball. And yesterday was 75 degrees outside, sunny. I watched a high school baseball game. It was a good game for about five innings, and the wheels kind of fell off a little bit. But, you know, all in all, it was great to see the kids out and competing in baseball. I had unbelievable time. Love the people that I was able to watch the game with. That made it even more important to me. With that being said, tomorrow will be another baseball game and Friday will be another baseball game. So, you know, they're going to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday here in Washington County for a while with regards to baseball games. And I look forward to getting out and catching as many as I possibly can. I have a Little League game that I'm going to catch this coming Thursday night as well. And it's already on my calendar and I'm going to be uh, looking forward to getting there and watching that as well. So this is today's show. We'll be back tomorrow with Wednesday Wisdom Sports Wrap talking about local and national sports and, uh, Going to have Tim Kelby on the phone line with regards to, you know, talking about what reporter side of what spring sports look like. Thank you for listening to Never Mill Wild G's podcast, and we will talk to you soon.